What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, as always, Nick Von Brick. Remember when I was in Alaska strung out on BC powder? This episode 64, Big Easy Bets, is brought to you by Manscaped. Been saying it for weeks now, Manscaped. Go get uh, all, all your holiday gifts, all your holiday needs for the guys and your family. Uh, it is November, but it's not no-shave November. Nobody really does that. Manscaped, lawnmower 3.0, all of that. No nicks or cuts on your nuts. Use the code promo code Big Easy Bets for twenty percent off your order and free shipping. Um, episode sixty four Big Easy Bets is also brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network. <clears throat> and back with us again, Justin the Russian Concussion Mascaro. How are we, how are we doing? You glad to be back? Yeah, super glad to be back. And also back for the second time, made an appearance last year. Brandon Barrero, how you feeling? Feeling all right. Feeling great. Just all right. All right. You got some picks? <clears throat> oh, yeah, I got a couple. <laughs> Bam's nervous. Um, all right. So I was on an incredible run for about a month now um, until last week in college football. Last week was terrible. Two and six. Really bad. Um, Nick, you went three and oh. Three and oh with three, three cancellations. So I guess that's, that's good. It's a clean sheet. <clears throat> but... Um, before we recap all of that, let's talk about Saints. We'll talk about Tom Brady a little bit. Um, so, obviously, we got our first look at Taysom Hill. How are we feeling about Taysom? You think he's the quarterback of the future? I don't like him. <laughs> I think he's a thug. A thug? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like all that running. That's just me personally. He really didn't even run that much, to be yeah. honest. Like I felt like there was a, quite a few times where he should have tucked it and ran. And kind of hung in the pocket, and I, dude, I give him, I give him a B plus performance. What, what do you give him, Bam? I give him about a B plus too. All right, really thinking for yourself there, <laughs> uh, Justin. What would you, what would you give him on his performance? I give him about a C plus. C plus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I can't give him an A, dude. The the ball security was a problem. Um, he should have threw a pick on like the two yard line. You know what I'm talking about to the linebacker. Yeah. Like oh the one handed it was no I mean it was like he threw it right into the dude's chest almost yeah. um so really bad throw we kind of got lucky there questionable just questionable reads um but the biggest issue was ball security uh, I felt like there was quite a few times where he could have tucked it and ran but I get it he's trying to he's trying to hang in there in the pocket go through his progressions all of that for the most part he did more than enough uh, to win us that game and obviously we ran away with it the defense was the biggest difference maker but. I mean, his completion percentage was good. What was he, like, fucking 16 to 22, something like that, in that range? Mm -hmm. um, obviously a big drop by Michael Thomas that you don't see very often. But, I mean, the defense is playing incredible. You remember last year? <clears throat> I, I, everybody from the older generation kind of got on us, but we said the defense was the new Dome Patrol. Mm -hmm. This defense is the fucking new Dome Patrol. Dude. It's fun to watch. It's like, it's so fun so when, they, when you know – that Matt Ryan's about to get sacked when they when he drops back. Like you just feel like, I mean, eight sacks. You're like, okay, we're getting pressure every fucking every down. Um, but no, eight sacks. We almost tied the franchise record that we sat uh, that we set last year against the Falcons. But 
I mean, I would say this defense is better than last year's defense, would you? Um, yeah, I think there's more depth at defensive line. Dude, the Quan Alexander pickup is oh, yeah, that's incredible. Huge. I said I loved it when we got him and I love it even more now. Like dude, he's like he's like a poor man's Demario Davis. And if we have a player half as good as Demario Davis, like that dude's so good. He's the best linebacker in the league. I was about to say he reminds me of Demario Davis a lot. Yeah. And it's incredible. Dude, he's I mean, just the versatility, they're both fast. Chauncey Gardner Johnson still playing out of his mind. Uh, Janoris Jenkins, dude. Jenkins played incredible. Like I went back and watched like all the plays from his uh from his day, and dude, he was had clamps on everybody. So, and that was without Marshawn Lattimore. P. Rob stepped up. P. J. Williams stepped up. The whole defense played really well. So, Hendrickson's playing. He's incredible. Le- he's leading dude. the yeah. league in sacks, dude. He's such a dog. So what is that going to mean when uh, Trey Hendrickson's contract comes up? You think he's getting a big contract? Or we let him go? I don't know. I mean, it's like he's leading the league in sacks, but it's because they're double-teaming Cam. It's because, I mean, you got to give him credit. Nine and a There's half There's a sacks. good rotation going on. I mean, he's making, he's making most of it, though, out of anybody. No, yeah, 100%. Nine and a half sacks tied with Miles Garrett. Aaron Donald's a half sack behind. He didn't record a sack last night against Tom Brady. Um, so, yeah, Hendrickson's still tied, which is, dude, I mean, that draft, uh, looking back on that draft is fucking incredible. Like, that's got to be the best draft of all time. The one where we got Hendrickson with fucking, who'd we get first? We got um, Lattimore, yeah. Kamara, Marcus Williams, Hendrickson, Ramchek. I mean, dude, that's that's all pros all across the board. Um I mean, don't get me wrong. I, you know how I feel about Marcus Williams, but started a lot of games for us immediately. Came in and produced immediately. Didn't he um, get a pick, Marcus Williams? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, game? it was. It was another one of those goddamn gimme interceptions, though, dude. He's gonna start. He's <laughs> gonna ask for a contract. He's gonna like, look at all my interceptions. Jameis threw him one last year. He didn't even move. He was dropped. He was playing safety. He didn't move a muscle, and Jameis threw it directly to him. Yeah, Williams is playing well, though. Who, Marcus Williams? Yeah. He's playing better the last few weeks. He has. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm I don't love Marcus Williams, but for obvious reasons. So but no, the the Saints are clicking, dude. This is this is the defense I was talking about whenever I was saying just wait and see. I mean, we got a such a deep roster. We got talent all across the field. This is what I exactly what I had in mind. Um so yeah, I mean, train keeps on rolling, go to Denver. Drew Locke. I'm not. I'm not worried about him. But we'll get into that when we get into the NFL portion of the picks. Um, <clears throat> what are your thoughts on Tom Brady after last night's performance? <laughs> Dude, fucking sucks. <laughs> I mean, what we we gave everybody the blueprint. Just, I mean, it's not even really a blueprint. Just pressure him, and he fucking forgets how to throw a football. You know what I mean? It really does. That's, it's bad. That's the best way you can describe it is he looks. That pick that he threw to seal the game was fucking terrible. And you were on Tampa. It was your big easy bet of the week. Yeah. So why don't you just break it down for us real quick? Well, I mean, it's safe to say that I didn't expect Jared Goff to be the one making the plays. In Dude, and he time. tried to give it to him. It was fucking two terrible interceptions. Yeah, but I mean, other than that. No, like, he did play well look, other than that. He really, he made the plays when it counted. Yeah. And Tom Brady did not. No, 100%. Dude, Antonio Brown ain't doing shit over there. Everybody was so, oh, my God, now they got A.B. Dude, A.B.'s not doing anything. Mike Evans isn't doing anything. When Marshawn Lattimore's on him, he doesn't do shit. Like, they, the Bucks don't scare me at all. If we, like, say some, somehow it works out and we got to play the Bucks in the playoffs, 
I'm, I'm so confident I bet my fucking life on it. With the pressure that we're getting to the quarterback, I mean, there's no way. There's no way he's going to do anything against us. Um, I think Taysom, it adds an extra wrinkle. Like, just it's just more that the defense has to pay attention to. So going in the long run, even when Drew comes back, I mean, it's just going to make the defense really have to be on their heels. They're going to have to respect the pass now if he continues to pass well in Drew Brees' absence. Um, but – I don't know. I'm not sleeping on Denver, though, dude. I think No, that's a big test. I think it, it, it's kind of like T.J. Finley is what it reminds me of. T.J. Finley did great in his first start. Not great. He did solid. And then against Auburn, I mean, mm-hmm. look fucking like a fish out of water, dude. So I'm hoping well, that's I mean, not like Atlanta's defense isn't very good. No. they're. But also, too, who was it? Was it Stephen A.? He was like, the Saints defense didn't impress me. Atlanta's been dropping 40 on everybody. <laughs> they have. Yeah, yeah, no, Atlanta's got a very a serious offense, but... And we held them to nine points. And first drive, they drove right down the field. So, opening drive... Yeah, what about like, eight sacks Does is unimpressive? No, I know. And then, at least, I think it was two interceptions, eight sacks, two picks. Like, no, the defense played incredible. I'm, like, borderline about to anoint them the best defense in the league. Like, I, I give it to the Steelers, but, dude... I, I'm not taking anybody else's defense over ours. Like, I'll ride with our defense any fucking day of the week, dude. The pressure we're getting on the quarterback since Marcus Davenport came back, we're getting more pressure than anybody else in the league. So, and then even even when we're not, there, there was a lot of coverage sacks, all of that. The whole team's playing great. We're clicking at the right time. Um, so, I feel good. We'll see, we'll see what happens. We can't sleepwalk through Denver and expect to go walk in there with a win and walk out of there with a win. Um who knows what the weather's going to be like? It's going to be cold, but sorry. Right. Where's BYU? Idaho? No, Utah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's cold up there. So Taysom will be all right. Um, all right. So we'll break these college games down real quick. Um, I had Western Michigan and Central Michigan over fifty nine and a half. It hit it with like ten minutes left in the third quarter. Ton of points scored. Um, I had Ohio State minus twenty and a half versus Indiana. This game fucking pissed me off. Oh, for one, so we went to walk ons. Uh, and watch the games. Last time we went to walk-ons and watch the game, I think I went like fucking two and six. And then I went on that four-week run because we stopped going to walk-ons. I'll never go to walk-ons again. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'll never go to a walk-ons again. I love Drew Brees. At least not when I'm going to watch bets, uh, watch games that I bet on. It will not happen ever again. Something, something about that place, it's just not right. Um, Dude, that one time we went, me and Jesse, <laughs> we had – so many games online, I lost every single one yeah, on that day. Yeah, something about walk-ons, you just you walk in there and you just you're sacrificing any chance to win your bets. So, I mean, granted you went 3 and 0, but I don't know. Walk-on seems to do okay for you cuz but not for me. Um I had Ohio State minus 20 and a half. They were covering the spread at halftime. Um what was the score? 28 to 7, I think at halftime. Yeah. And then dude, I don't know what happened in the second half. Justin Fields, dude, three interceptions. Um, I was not expecting that at all. I was like the Indiana quarterback lit it up, lit it up, but he made mistakes that I was banking on him making, but I did not take into account that they were going to force Justin Fields into three interceptions. Um, I wasn't expecting that at all, so that sucked, but is what it is. They don't cover. Um, you had LSU, Arkansas under 64. This was like the easiest bet of the week. Yeah, it was easy other than, you know, big plays. And there was a chance for this game to possibly go into overtime at the end, but the oh, field goal right. was blocked. <laughs> that's right. So that's a good thing. But um, 
Yeah, I think there was only 54 or f- it was looking like it was going to hit the under by a mile. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it shot up. Yeah, they started scoring. Yeah. So, but, but it was like big play. LSU's defense is, it has improved, mm-hmm. but um, there's still too many busted coverages that are allowing big, long touchdowns. So, yeah, no something doubt. they got to get fixed. Um, I had Coastal Carolina minus five and a half. Uh, this game was bananas. It was looking real bad. So it was five and a half, and then it dropped to three. You hopped on it at three, but you didn't give it out. Um, but I doubled down when it went to three. So it was looking like I was going to hit the minus three, but I wasn't going to get five and a half. And then the quarterback throws a pick, and then it's fucking – it's you're praying for him to return it. I, I was like, dude, he starts running it back. I'm waiting. I'm just, actually, I'm expecting him to slide. I'm like, fuck. And then he cuts up field. I'm like, okay. I was like, okay, he's at the 40. He's at the 30. I'm like, dude, I jump out of my fucking chair. I was like, please, please. And then the dude sitting at, that's what we were talking about. The dude sitting at the five-yard line. I'm like, fuck, he's going to fucking tackle him one yard short. And then they're going to just kneel it. Nope. Fucking flies into the end zone. The announcer's like, oh, he probably should have slid. He should probably should have took a <laughs> knee right there. Shut up, you fucking nerd. Go cover the spread. And, yeah, we did. We hit both of them, hit the double down, all of that. So uh, Coastal Carolina minus five and a half. It's a big easy bet. Um, <clears throat> speaking of big easy bets, I had two locks of the week last week because the one the week prior got canceled. Um, both went terrible. <clears throat> Wisconsin minus seven and a half. Graham Mertz looked terrible. Um, Wisconsin loses outright to Northwestern. And then I had Boise State minus 14, and Boise really let me down. Really let me down. <clears throat> Covering the spread with about three minutes left. Hawaii's marching down to go score. Um, pass interference on fourth and eleven by one of Boise's best players, fucking Avery Williams, the dude returning the punts, um, and blocking every punt. Um, Hawaii ends up scoring, covering the spread with a couple minutes left. It was, it was a sad sight. Um, <clears throat> Oklahoma, Oklahoma State over fifty nine and a half. This pissed me off so bad. Spencer Sanders got hurt. It was looking like he was going to hit over by a mile, and then there's no points scored in the third quarter. Um, Spencer Sanders got hurt. Oklahoma State offense went out the window completely. It was all on Oklahoma to cover the spread, to cover the over at that point. And then they put Sanders in late in the game. They had a drive. Dude, mm-hmm. they had a fucking drive to go hit the over. Pass interference in the end zone. They put the ball on the two-yard line. They threw a fade two times in a row to a guy that looks like he drives a fucking drives a U-Haul. <laughs> two times in a row they throw the fade. And then they try to do some stupid bullshit, and they get stopped on fourth down. <clears throat> Um and don't hit the over. It was extremely frustrating. Uh, I added Oregon. No, no, I had Oregon minus 13 and a half from the get-go. Oregon didn't look good. No. Not at all. Um, And then I added South Carolina like a jackass, plus five and a half. They had a chance to go down and tie it up, um, but they didn't. They lost by seven to Missouri, and that closed out a two and six week for me which was fucking atrocious. It was a rough week, but it was going so good. It was going so good the weeks before that you knew it was coming eventually. Um, you had Georgia State minus three and a half. What happened there? Um, I'm pretty sure they won by 17, something like that. Yeah, so not even close. And then you had uh, – you added the – that's right, I forgot about that. You added the middle of the week game, Minnesota. Yeah, Friday night. That's right. Um, So I, like, tweeted this game out at, like <clears> – <throat> early afternoon and uh, shortly after I did it I find out 
And I, I bet on it too immediately. And then shortly after that, you find out that Minnesota is going to be without 20 players. And their offensive line head coach. <laughs> they were without two of their starting offensive linemen in this one. But um, of the twenty, Purdue how, how many was, were starters? I don't know. It wasn't a, it wasn't a lot because I was like, dude, if if Ibrahim's out, I'm like, fuck, you're fucked. Well, <laughs> I, I knew we had to have Tanner Morgan, Ibrahim, yeah. and Rashad Bateman. Yeah, and I was like, all right, we got a chance. Once I saw that, I was like, all right, we got a chance. Purdue was actually without their starting quarterback in this one. He got banged up in their last game, but their second string quarterback's the real deal. So it was COVID reasons why they were out, right? Um. 20 of them. For Minnesota, yeah. Contact tracing shit. So they Dude, almost canceled a, this game. It's such a weird year. It's so weird. It's hard It's hard to plan for all of this shit. So <clears throat> Anyway, the game was super close. Uh, to me, Minnesota really had a grip on it, though, for, for the most part of this game. But then Purdue kind of rallied late there in the second half. Yeah. And uh, Purdue actually threw the game one and touchdown with 53 seconds left. Oh, but it was, that's right. It was called back because of a this. pass interference call, which is <laughs> highly controversial. <laughs> but, hey, I saw what I saw. I saw an extension of the uh, arm. So did the referees, baby. That's a big, easy bet. <laughs> Everybody was so mad. I forgot about that. Scott Van Pelt was tweeting that he'll pay the fine of the of uh, Purdue's head coach for any comments that he has. Um, so, but, hey, a win's a win. 3-0 and on the week for Nick. 2-6 and on the week for me. Fucking terrible. Uh, my overall record comes to 44 and 45. We're back under 500, um, but we're right there. A bad week means a good week's coming. Um, lost both locks of the week. I don't. There's no such thing as a lock of the week for me. I really, I don't even want to give one out. I have no idea which one to pick, and I like all my games. No fucking idea which one to pick now because I can't pick one to save my life. Um, three and nine on locks of the week for me. Nick's overall record is. Is that 28-23? Yeah. 28-23-1, and 5-6 and six on his locks of the week. Collectively, Big Easy Bets is 57-50-1, and one, and then 7-14 and 14, um, for our locks of the week. So the overall record is well well in the green, but the locks of the week, dude, we can't fucking – can't give you any type of guarantees around here. So take them for what they're worth. Jocelyn, how would you do last week? Uh, I went 5-3. and three, And then uh, – You know what Justin texted me? I'm at Orlando, just minding my own business, and Justin texts me and says he, he went like seventeen and one. It was ridiculous. Seventeen and one. It was the same week. You got that the you receipts? Went. Oh no, I went off that week. That well, that one week I was in Orlando. It was it was fantastic. You bet eighteen games. <laughs> that was with no. That was with live bets. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> Why don't you do that while you're on the podcast? I wasn't invited that week. <laughs> well, I was in Orlando. Oh, yeah. I got back late as shit. Um, but, yeah. Well, now you're on the podcast. So, go go 18-1 and one this time. Um, give, the peop- give the people what they want. So, <clears throat> it's a pretty good week in college. I didn't like last week. But I feel like there's a lot of solid games this week. Um, so, I'll, do you have any games before Friday, Nick? No. No? Does anybody? Do you? I didn't mess with any of the Thursday no. games or the Wednesday games. <clears throat> I have one for Friday. That's it. You have actually wait. Did you take? Did you take any of the Friday games though, Nick? Yes. Okay. I was gonna say I took three on Friday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm on two on Friday. I was almost gonna pick three, but yeah, I'm on three. I mean, there's really there's <clears throat> a lot of interesting games on Friday. Um, 
Bam's trying to ask me a question without fucking. Twenty seventh is Friday. Yes. All right. Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Bam. Can you fucking wake up? So, <laughs> all right. First game I have is um, Iowa State at Texas. Texas is two point favorites at home. Let's see. Let's. I, I was looking at this earlier today. I get up. Okay, one and a half point favorites. Um, so we just saw what Iowa State did last week. They just it was Kansas State, right? They kicked the shit out of Kansas yeah. State. Brock Purdy had his best game of the year. He has not lived up to expectations this year. Um, Brees Hall ran all over everybody. So they got the run game going. Brock Purdy's coming off of his best game so far this year. Sixteen to twenty, two hundred thirty-six yards, three touchdowns, and zero picks. Um. They're on a pretty good uh, – they're on a three-game win streak, and Texas hadn't played since November 7th. So that's a long time, a long time to not play. Uh, I'm going to take the Cyclones plus two here, or one and a half, whatever it's at now. I got it at two. <clears throat> Anybody else on this? Yeah, I'm on it. Oh, are you? But I'm going with Texas. Oh, how did I know? What makes you go with Texas? Um, That doesn't scare you that they haven't played since the 7th? A little bit, but – I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens because yeah, the, you know when when a team doesn't play for a while, it seems like they lack physicality and yeah, that could that's put what I, them that, in trouble. That's what I was going to ask you. Of the two sides of the ball, offense and defense, which do you think a layoff like that would affect the most? I mean, I think it would it would hurt Texas's defense, which yeah. it has a pretty good rush defense this year. But the reason why I'm really <laughs> going with Texas is because. They're one of those teams that are significantly better at home than mm-hmm. they are away. Yeah, that's um, true. At home, their third down offense converts at 50%, and their third down defense only allows their opponents to convert 33%. And then Iowa State, on the other hand, they're a team that has struggled on the road uh, with third down efficiency on offense and defense. And uh, the bottom line is that I trust Sam Ellinger more than Brock Purdy in this one to make the plays when it's needed. And that's why I'm going with Texas. See, I typically would too. Like I, I thought about this one for a little while, but Brock Purdy's playing his best football right now. Like he's, I mean, they're coming off of obviously that beat down at Kansas State. They beat Baylor. They they destroyed Kansas. Um, and just the lay, the layoff. I don't know that layoff with Texas is what worries me. Um, Iowa State's defense really isn't terrible. Their defense is not bad. So I, I think it's, no, it isn't. So I think I think it's a little. Uh, almost underrated. So if Brock Purdy can play a solid game, I mean, dude, he came in with high expectations. He's got the talent. We were, I think we were on him week one, and he did not play well. But like I said, he's coming off of his best game. Brees Hall's a really good – they have a very solid running game. They average over 200 rushing yards a game. So <clears throat> even at at home in Austin, I'm still – I'm going to take the Cyclones here. So, But all, opposite sides of the fence there for me and Nick, are either one of y'all on this game? No, I'm not. No. I'm not. Okay. All right, Justin, give me your first pick. Uh, I have some action. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was looking at some action. I'm not going to lie, but I think I stayed away. What you got? I got Eastern Michigan and Central Michigan, and I'm going with Central Michigan minus seven. So, yeah, I was looking at this because I, like, I do like Central Michigan. Um, I bet on, um, I think, two weeks ago, and they covered the spread easily. Um, and then I bet the over this past week. So, I don't know shit about Eastern Michigan, though. I know they're 0-3. That's about all I can give you, though. Can't go wrong with some overs in, in the MAC. So you're taking the over 59.5, or what's it at? It is 59.5, but okay. I didn't take it. But what are you, you're, on, you're just on Central Michigan with the points? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, Bam, 
Bam's got three picks. Bam was very selective of his picks. So I told him he he really better go three and oh, you only come with fucking three. Um, give us your first one. All right. So I'm taking Notre Dame versus North Carolina. I'm taking Notre Dame minus four and a half. You got a reason why? Or are you like Justin? You just don't give out reasons. They just got to trust you. I don't have a reason for this one. But why are you looking directly at Justin? I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you the question. I don't know. They're just they score so many points, and their defense is good enough to hold them down. Basically, what you're saying is you have no no idea why. Basically, because <laughs> they don't score a ton of points. It popped out to me. They've been doing well, but uh, I think they beat Louisville with like 12 points. Uh, Nick, are you on this game? No. No? Oh, I figured you would be. Um, this game's actually my big easy bet of the week. I'm not going to lie. Um, so, yeah, number two, Notre Dame, going to Chapel Hill, playing number 25, North Carolina. I got the spread at five right now. Did it? It was at five yesterday. Okay. But I think it's at four and a half now. Okay. Um, yeah, it's still at five. Yeah, it's at five. Okay, yeah. So, North Carolina's five-point underdogs at home. <clears throat> I mean, you got to like a home home underdog, but North North Carolina is, in my opinion, undoubtedly the most one of, if not the most overrated team in the country. They were top five at one point earlier in the year. Uh, the UNC defense allows over 400 yards and 30 points a game. They allow over 150 rushing yards per game. Uh, Notre Dame's strength is running the football and then Ian Book making plays when he has to, but they want to run the football more than anything. Um I mean, they're on a good they're on a good stretch here. Obviously, we saw what they did to Clemson. They're start they're clicking on all cylinders too. Um, their defense is fantastic. Only allows three hundred and four yards a game. Only gives up sixteen points a game. Um, offensively, they've been extremely efficient as of late. Last three games, they're converting on fifty seven percent of their third downs and sixty one percent of their third downs on the road this year. So, I think they're going to lean on the run. The defense is incredible. Ian Book's playing very well. Uh, I'm going to take Notre Dame minus five over the Tar Heels. It's going to be my lock of the week. I think the Tar Heels are overrated big time. I, th- I thought you'd be on this game. You really not? Mm-mm. You didn't like it at all? No, and it's not like I'm thinking about taking UNC. We've like, been talking about this game right here for Notre Dame. Isn't this, this is like their last yeah, this test, is, right? It could be a trip up game for them. I don't know, but this UNC's one. offense is, ser- is a serious offense like it can score points against probably any any of them so i mean i feel like it's a trap game yeah see but it did weren't we talking about this this is like their last really tough game until the acc championship right yeah they're not gonna fuck up right at the end no i don't think that they're on upset alert or anything but i mean this game but i saw five i honestly i thought it would have been more yeah north carolina i mean they could be a team they're always a team that like they could get down and they can they can they have the offensive firepower to come back from down even three scores in the second half. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like like I said, with the with the Clemson game, it was a must win. There was no way they could lose that game. I felt good about that game. They came in, they handled business. Like with Trevor Lawrence being out, that was a game they had to win. So I feel like I I don't know. I think they're gonna fuck North Carolina up, to be honest. I don't think they fucking blow it. At right at the end. I mean, they're eyeing down a Clemson rematch. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought you would have been on it. Um, all right, well, give me – you. I know you You said you were on Texas, but what's, what's your next pick? Stanford at Cal. Cal's one-and-a-half-point favorites. You love Stanford. You've been dying to take Stanford. I do I do expect Stanford to uh, <laughs> be able to put it all together against a weak Cal rush defense who allows 225 yard, rushing yards a game. Um, Stanford's a team – 
they've been able to move the ball, but they haven't been able to finish drives this year. I just I think that they'll be able to score more points in this one, uh, considering that they'll be able to lean on the run. Gotcha. So I'm taking Stanford. They're one and a half point underdogs. You've been dying. They, their game got canceled last week, right? Um, yeah, but I was betting against them. Wait, yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. You were on Washington State. Never yeah. mind. I'm tripping. Um, all right, Justin, give me another one. Um, going to Michigan and Penn State. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm taking the red hot Penn State Lions plus two. Dude, I looked at this one, and I've been thinking that Penn State was gonna turn it around and like, like they're not as bad as they've their record says. And I don't know, dude. They fucking suck. They suck. Who'd they play last week? Iowa? Yeah. They, they lost got, by 20. Yeah. When's it? When's James Franklin go? When's the time to go? <laughs> so your game Harbaugh goes. He's been highly successful. No, he has. But, dude, this is like but a this, this is, is a, a bad year. It's the worst. Yeah, but, I mean. They had high expectations. Pretty, like, fairly high expectations. I think they're ranked eighth. And you come in like you come in like this, dude. This is worse than LSU. Yeah, no doubt about it. 0-5, it's the and worst we, start. And we got fucking jackasses out there calling history. for Coach O's head. So why would they not be calling for James Franklin's head? Yeah. We just we're coming off the best season of all time, and they're calling for Coach O's head. Yeah, that's nuts. So well, Coach O's a drunk, so <laughs> dude, I heard some inside info about Coach O. Um, I'm not even. I don't even know if I should break it. But, okay, I think he got that girl pregnant. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can find out because um somebody was telling me they knew that girl. I'm pretty positive that uh, I have reason to believe that he got that woman pregnant. So, um, how far along? Don't know. If we're pu- if she's about to pop the baby out, maybe it was to cause a divorce. Don't know. I mean, it's been a short while ago. We were winning the national championship, and he was still married. So, <laughs> who the fuck knows? Um, but hey, go Tigers. Um, Good for him. But all right, next game I got is I'm going back to him, dude. Fucking Oregon at Oregon State. Are you on this game? No. <laughs> Dude, I, this is definitely not a game that should be taken, but Oregon State's not very good. Um, and Oregon, the Ducks, defense is playing not very well at all, um, which is uncharacteristic of a Mario Cristobal coach team. Uh, they're giving up 430-plus yards a game. I think this is a good spot for Oregon to find a groove on defense. Uh, they should be getting healthier in the safety position. Dude, I don't even know if Brady Breeze was playing again. Was he out there? I mean, I didn't watch the, their game all that closely, but I, I did see some highlights, and I was looking for them, and I didn't I still I didn't, didn't see them. And then their other starting safety was suspended for the first half due for the to targeting. targeting. Yeah. So um, he'll be back, obviously, full game. So they're getting healthier at safety. Um, I, I was do, looking I, for reports on Brady Breeze. I couldn't find shit. I do think that Oregon's a talented defense. You just have to be a little bit worried about the rush defense has just been – terrible not there at all yeah no like like really bad and so i don't know dude mario cristobal is not not happy about that shit though i mean i trust the dude to uh i mean turn it around you could tell he was not he was not thrilled so they had a chance to cover the spread last week so but you're on the ducks yeah no i I think i might hop on the ducks i'm taking the ducks minus 14 uh in corvallis so i don't love it it's not my lock of the week so but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Why are you on them? No, nah, I was looking at this game though. I was looking at it for a while, and I was going to pick Oregon. So I just I feel like the 
Oregon's a better team than what they've showed, especially defensively. So I think this is a bounce back game for them where they really get back on track, kind of fuck, fuck somebody up and uh, start moving in the right direction. But you said you're going to hop on it, Bam? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I believe Their quarterback's that. got two touchdowns, three interceptions no, I in know. three games. I know, that's not good, but not that, good. that can be deceiving, though. Um, all right, Nick, what's your next one? Uh, Saturday at 2.30, number 8 Northwestern, 13.5-point favorites, going on the road to play Michigan State. And, yeah, I'm just going with Northwestern here. Are you? Yeah. Dude, and it's because um, I looked at Michigan it for a while. State's not very good. No, they're fucking might be worse than Penn State. Like, Yeah, and I, I do think that this is going to be a popular pick, but I just – I think it is because everybody just saw what uh, Penix Jr. did against Ohio State. But it worries me, dude. Like, it just does. Does it have? Is it a letdown spot? You know what I mean. Um, coming off of a tough game with Ohio State, Michigan State played well against Michigan, who obviously sucks. The Big Ten, dude. It's like, why did the Big Ten even come back? Just let Ohio State. They should have let Ohio State piggyback another conference, and then the Big Ten just fucking stay home because we thought Wisconsin was for real, and they're not. Um, same old fucking Wisconsin offense. We'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I was looking at this for a while. The Northwestern defense is is really good. Um, wait. Oh, wait. I, you said Northwestern, dude. I'm yeah. tripping so bad. <laughs> I'm on Indiana. I'm like, wait, in my head. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, no, I was on Indiana uh, in my head there. So, Northwestern no, yeah. No, yeah. is coming off of a big win, though. Northwestern is coming off of a big win over Wisconsin. Um, I mean, but how much is it that fucking Wisconsin just is the same old fucking team? Or was it? It's not credit it, to Northwestern. You know what I mean. I don't think that the outcome of last game really uh, swayed me on this one very much. Yeah, it's it's the matchup of um, obviously Northwestern has one of the best defenses in the country, and uh, third down they're they're extremely good. So you pair that with a physical offense that runs the ball. I just don't see Michigan State having much success at all. Especially they have a lot of. It, I hate, Question marks at quarterback. I hate that fucking guy. Lombardi didn't Did he even get benched. Play. Yeah, he got benched. Good. But the other guy was was a bum as well. So <laughs> no, yeah, it's, Northwestern is a serious football team. Uh, no, they impressed. They impressed the good. shit out of me, dude. Because I really thought Wisconsin was going to run. Northwestern is a. Better version of Iowa. And yeah. we saw what yeah. Iowa did to Michigan State. They dismantled them. So they did. Yeah, I, I, I was really, on that one. I, even though the, like I do like to stay away from like picks that are like obvious or are super popular, but I just think that this one just it's, it's a mess up. I think the line should be bigger here. Yeah, no, I, I mean, hey, this podcast likes Northwestern. It does. Why are you on it? I have been a lot this yeah, year. Yeah, no, y'all have. Been, I haven't bet Northwestern once. Them in uh, Coastal Carolina. I don't bet Coastal Carolina quite a bit, but Nick <laughs> Nick Nick hopped on the Coastal train first. Uh, I'll give you credit there, but um, all right. So you're taking Northwestern. What's the what's the spread? Eleven, thirteen and a half. Thirteen uh, and a half. Okay. Um, I mean, I think Michigan State could score zero points. Northwestern's defense is better than Indiana's, I think. So Indiana held Michigan State to zero points. Iowa's defense, who's Northwestern, I think, is better than Iowa's defense. Um, they held Michigan State to only seven points. So. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Michigan State. State has some serious problems on offense, uh, and it starts at the quarterback position. So good no, luck yeah. against 
Northwestern, who's got a very strong secondary. I know, only giving up 12 points a game. Um, and they're undefeated against the spread, 4-0-1. So, that's good. But, all right, my next pick. I mean, really fucking saved me from having probably the worst week this year. Um, I'm going back to them, Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, I've been saying it, Coastal Carolina. Actually, I've been asking it. Are they the team of destiny? After that, after that pick six, I think they might be. I mean, you got to ride it till the fucking wheels fall off. So they're 8-0, and and they're 6-1-1 and against the spread. Texas State stinks. I know they just beat Arkansas State. We saw it while we were at uh, we were at walk-ons. Joseph was facing the opposite direction. He was facing the shitty TV, so he had to watch that game. So I almost gave him a call and be like, hey, tell me about Texas State because he was locked in on that one. Um, but, no, I'm going, I'm going with Coastal Carolina. 17 is a lot of points, but – I mean, Texas State didn't play in a defense like what the, the Chanticleers have. So are you I'm also on this game. Are you? Yeah, it's my big easy bet too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you on it? No. No. Would you? But it's not because I don't I think it's a bad bet. It's just You just I'm think getting you away think from it's Coles. about to fizzle out. <laughs> no, it's just because they've been so good. Yeah. You know, and I've been saying it. I don't think that Texas State is the team though that they are going to struggle against because Texas State's defense isn't very good. They could think we just took down App State. App State's ran that that conference for a long time. Yeah, but they got they got big goals and it's yeah they're the team of destiny. It's I fun. think they went they'll end up beating them pretty bad. But Texas you. State's not good, but their offense can move the ball a little bit and score points. I mean, they scored a lot of points last week against a very poor Arkansas State defense. But uh, I don't know. I just don't. I do agree with y'all on this one. But you're scared to take it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, Bam, give me your second pick. Bam said he felt super confident about these picks, so we'll see. All right, so the Florida versus Kentucky game, I'm taking over 60 and a half. Over 60 and a half, Florida versus Kentucky. Have you watched Kentucky this year? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> but I have watched Florida. Oh, yes. And that, no, I mean, honestly, Florida could cover it by themselves. Uh, That's K- what I'm saying. Kentucky just got beat, what, 63 to 60? 63 to 3. 63. Or not 60. <laughs> 63 to 3, my bad. I buy 60 points. Um, yeah, no, Bama, Bama ran him out the building. And I honestly, I like I said last week, I wanted to take Bama, but I was worried about him pulling starters in like the third quarter, like they have been. So I, sh- I shied away from it. But, dude, I mean, just absolutely shit on them. So, I mean, yeah, Florida could cover this over by themselves. But yeah, I mean, Kentucky's offense is atrocious. Their quarterback play, really. Yeah, but so. Florida in the last five games are averaging like 45 points. And if Kentucky can just put a couple points on the board and Florida just go dumb. That'll be the hard part. No, is Kentucky yeah. putting up a couple points. Yeah, no, yeah but, I mean, they could – be like, oh shit, we got fucked up last week. We got to at least yeah. try to do something, come back. Florida still beats the shit out of them. I mean, they're definitely not gonna want to get beat by sixty points again. So yeah, yeah, they're they're gonna. But I like that pick. I don't know. What do you What do you think? I don't know. It's I guess it's it was at fifty eight. I'm not saying it, I'm ago. not saying it's a bad bet by any means. It's I'm, a pop like be, people betting on Florida to go over. Yeah, and their games. The total is it's it's been a popular pick and it's been hitting so. Mm-hmm. No, that's what I said. Their sixty isn't that high of a number. No, it's not. Not for not for college football. Um, no, yeah. So like I said, I'm not saying that's a bad bet at all. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I actually right. got it at fifty eight. But oh, mm. if you got it, did you lock it in? Yeah. Then you can have it at fifty eight. All right. Yeah, if that's what you got well, it. That's at. what I got it at. Um, even better. So all right, Nick, give me your next one. Um, give me a big easy bet. 
Well, you I'm going to have two. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Northwestern right. is one of them. Oh, which you? I didn't mention it, but okay, I'll give you the next one right now. <laughs> All um, right, good, thanks. Mississippi State at Ole Miss, the Egg Bowl, dude. I didn't pick a team, but I had the Egg Bowl written down with a bunch of question marks. <laughs> Ole Miss is nine and a half point favorites. I know who I want to take. So considering you can sway Ole me big Miss, time. Ole Misses is that how you say Ole Misses? Strong offense and yes. weak defense, along with the Mike Leach Mississippi State air raid. I think that this is going to be a shootout. I'm taking Mississippi State at Ole Miss over 67 oh. and a half points as my big easy bet. And I also think that Mississippi State is going to be able to keep this game a close one. I'm You're taking, taking Mississippi State plus nine and a half as well. Really? Oh, really? I like Mississippi State in that game too. See, Mississippi State hung in there last week. Um, who'd they play? Georgia. Georgia. Right. Seven-point loss. And Georgia's banged up on the defensive side of the ball. But like I said, their backups could start all throughout the SEC. So it's still the best defense um, that you're going to find. They, I mean, how many points? I mean, they kept it close, right? They covered the spread, didn't they? Yeah. Mississippi it was State? a 20-point spread last week or something. Yeah. Like um, I don't remember what the final score was. but yeah. It was 31 to 24. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to stay away from it because – I was on. I the, think the over. Is I was like on a, the. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't talking about the uh, the over under. Just the point spread. I was leaning towards Ole Miss. Um, but I don't. Know. I think it's going to be a good game. Miss allows five hundred yards of. Yeah, they do on defense, but they also do five hundred yards on offense. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think that's why the overs are pretty going, especially with the style of yeah, dude, play got, from. What, what's the quarterback's State? name for Ole Miss? I don't know. They run the I forget his name. Two of them, huh? They used to, but I think they settled in on one of them. It's like Corral. But Costello is no longer Mississippi State's guy. It's somebody else. And he he played well through for three hundred yards against a strong Georgia defense. So I think He's gonna be the guy going forward. Yeah, I think that he's gonna have a little bit of success. I mean, this is a rivalry. Let's, this game was settled by one point last year and it it's it was totally different teams last year. Well it's because the dude fucking pissed on the field. You remember? Oh yeah, I kind of the dog celebration. Yeah, he marked his territory. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, how they yeah. lost, and it yeah. cost him the game. That was Elijah yeah. Moore, I think. He's Ole Miss's oh, best receiver. Yeah, I look at some so, props. What's his over under yardage? That dude, he's going to go off. I think he he was the one I was talking about at the beginning of the year. He's the best receiver by far. Elijah Moore's a beast, but yeah, he cost him the fucking game last year. It's like if Mike Leach isn't going to be able to move the ball and score a lot of points against this defense, then what? Defense, are you going to be able to do it? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And it's like at that point, just let Mike Leach go back to Washington State because clearly it's not going to work in the SEC, even though we made them look like world beaters. Um, so, yeah, no, that's – I mean, damn, dude. I really want to take it. I might I might wind up adding it because, I mean, it's fucking Egg Bowl. Um, but I was, I was looking at Ole Miss. I'm not going to lie. Um, but that's a good point about Ole Miss's defense. They blow, so – I mean, nine and a half. So I'll stay away for now, but I don't know. It, it, I might I might find myself on that game. That's interesting. So, all right, Justin, give me your next one. Um, I got a battle in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Georgia Southern versus Georgia State. Those are Nick's teams, so you got to run them by Nick. He loves the Georgia teams. I was looking at this one. <laughs> <laughs> Nick loves going opposite of Justin. No, but I'm not betting that it's a... Uh, I'm taking Georgia Southern minus two. Georgia Southern, that's the triple option team? Mm-hmm. 
Is that the one you? But Georgia you State also does a little bit of triple option as well. Do they? Yeah. They got too many fucking teams in Georgia. Um, what? Why are you going with Georgia Southern? Southern. I just feel like they're the better team. Why? <laughs> I can't. I can't give out my reasoning. <laughs> just gotta. I just gotta keep it to myself. Is there reasoning? Just tell me that. Probably not. <laughs> okay. All right. Little so, to none reason. What were, which, side, which side would you lean? Georgia State. Would you? Yeah. Why, you like the defense? You like those DBs? No. That, well, look, let's get it straight. The, the de- defensive backs have been playing better lately. and then You said they have been? Yeah, they have. And their rush defense is good, but on the other side, Georgia Southern's rush defense is also really good. So, yeah. I don't know. I think – the reason why Georgia Southern is in is the favorites is because of the experience at quarterback versus the inexperience for Georgia State. But I do think that I don't know. I think it's going to be a good football game, and I'm staying away from it because I could see Georgia State. You see, going either the way, the experience yeah. being the factor that allows them to win the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Georgia State is a good defense. I mean, Georgia Southern's a good defense. So, I mean, this. Their quarterback, Georgia State's quarterback, is going to be tested. And he's going to have to show. I don't like the game, to be honest. Like I feel like it, it could go either way. So I'm also taking the over at 53. Okay. All right. Um. All right. Show of hands, who's on the Iron Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Justin. Bam. Do you even know what the Iron Bowl is? No, he doesn't. No, you shouldn't. I don't know. Are you serious? How do you not know what the Iron Bowl is? Do you know what the Egg Bowl is? Is that the Ole Miss, Mississippi State? What y'all were just talking about? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Just making sure you're not <laughs> taking a nap over You're not hibernating. Um, so, yeah, I'm Iron Bowl. You got number 22, Auburn, going on the road to Tuscaloosa. Number one, Alabama. Alabama's 24-and-a-half-point favorites. Hmm. Justin, which side are you leaning? <sighs> I mean, I gave Bo Nix a call. I told him I apologize for everything I've been saying to him. I'm going back to uh, to Auburn. Interesting. What side would you lean, Nick? Even though you're not on it. I don't know. It's just such a tough game. Like twenty three and a half points. Twenty a lot of four and a half. I think it's going to keep even more climbing. points, huh? I I'm think just, it's I'm just saying a, that, it's just that extra too, half point is big to me. It's a lot of points. You know, has has Alabama been tested this year against anybody? No. Uh, this game's always like a. It's a, usually always a close game, or fairly close mo- most of the time. Auburn's won two out of the last three. Yeah, and last year, Alabama was, I think, seven and a half point favorites. They lost outright, Mac I think. Jones, Mac Jones threw like two pick sixes. Yeah, he did. Um, but uh, it's not the same Auburn team as last year, and that's why the point spread's so big. But No, yeah, the defense is nowhere near what it was. They lost the, the they lost Derek Brown, Marlon Davidson on the defense. It's D-line. obviously going to hinge on Bo Nix. 100%. Um, so, all right, I'll break it down. Um Obviously, Alabama's the clear top team in the nation. Their last two games, obviously, all SEC schedule. Last two games against SEC opponents, they've outscored them 104-3, to which is fucking insane. Um, Auburn is on a nice little three-game win streak, though, since dropping a game to South Carolina. We saw what they did to LSU the next week. Um, so in the last three games, Auburn's converting nearly 64% of their third-down opportunities. Also in the last three games, Bo Nix has completed 72% of his passes, five touchdowns, one interception, and he added two scores on the ground. I'm going to take Auburn, plus 24.5 in the Iron Bowl. I have it written down right here. This will not be an enjoyable game to sweat out, but 
it's the Iron Bowl. 24 points is too many. Um, if Bo Nix gets blown out of this one, I mean, with the year they've had, I don't know. They turned it around, but Bo Nix sucks. He does. Let don't get it. Don't get it twisted. He sucks, but he's playing okay. He's taking care of the ball. We've seen the Bama defense get roughed up throughout the year. Um, they're coming off of two big wins. Who was it? Was Kentucky? Who'd they play before Kentucky? Who'd they play two weeks ago? Was it Tennessee? Um, I'm not sure. Auburn played Tennessee last week. It was yeah. You're right. Um, I don't even remember who it was. Who was it, Justin? Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah. They blanked Mississippi State, um, which is the big – they're one of the biggest frauds in college football. Um, so, yeah, it just feels like too many points. I'm going to take Auburn uh, plus 24.5 in the Iron Bowl. We got the Egg Bowl. We got the Iron Bowl. It's all kinds of different bowls. It's not even bowl week, but I'll take the War Eagles. Did you lock that one in already? I did. 24.5. Why? What's it at? It's at 24.5. Okay. Yeah. Why? I was just – I was going to wait until like Saturday morning. You think it's going to go up? Yeah. What about you think it'll go up? I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. That seems like a lot to me. I, once it went, because it was 24. Yeah. And when I saw it go to 24 and a half, I was like, all right, I'll take it. I locked it in. I don't want it to go back down. That that extra half point might be big. So. Auburn's going to have to play a little bit of keep away, though. Have to be efficient on third down. Yeah. And try to. Milk the clock. Keep the ball out of Alabama's hands. I just think Bo Nix is trending in the right direction. The 72% of his passes, I like that. Uh, they're converting third downs at an okay rate, a solid rate. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's a lot of points, though. It's a lot of points for the Iron Bowl, an Iron Bowl that Auburn's won two out of the last three. So, we'll see. But, Bam, give me your third pick, your third and final pick. Is it your big easy bet? It is not. Okay. Well, I actually added a pick. So okay. four now. Okay, well then give me your third of the four picks. All right, so I just hopped on Clemson minus twenty four. Over. Over Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably a good pick, to be honest. They they were ready to go play uh Georgia Tech. Or no, not Georgia Tech. Who the fuck were they about to play? Florida State. Florida State. Um and then Florida State had there was I think it was I think it was Clemson had a backup um offensive lineman test positive. <laughs> And or it was even just a pending test. They didn't even know if he tested positive yet, and they just they called it. So Florida State knew they were going to get fucked up. So I think Lawrence is going to want to come send a message, all of that. It's probably a good bet. But who's the coach at Pitt? Narduzzi. Yep. We like Narduzzi on this podcast. At least we did last week. Who's is uh who's the quarterback? Pickett. Yeah. They still got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Pitt's sneaky. Like Pitt's not a bad football team by any means, but it's probably a good bet. I mean, I what, think I'm going to do the over too. Over 55. I mean, 55 is pretty low. Yeah, I mean. It is a low. I don't know. What do you think? Of the over? Of both. Over and spread. I don't know. I mean, Clemson's got a little bit of catching up to do. I think they've been eager to get back out there. Yeah. Um. So. Last time they played was the loss to Notre Dame, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, it's probably a good spot for Clemson. Um. But we shall see. Um. All right. What's your next one? My last one, um, Louisville at Boston College. Boston College is one-point favorites. Uh, I just think Louisville is better than Boston College overall. Um, I think the clear discrepancy here is in Louisville's rushing attack mm-hmm. and then also their total defense. Uh, they're pretty good against a pass, and uh, Boston College likes to throw it a little bit, but I think it's a good matchup here for Louisville. I'm not quite sure why they're uh, – underdogs but i like them in this one so i'm going 
with Louisville plus one on the road. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at this one for a little while, but after, dude, I mean, after Louisville, fucking Cunningham, dude, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't trust him very much, but uh, they have, they've been leading on, on the run a lot, and uh, yeah, you what, even what, look, they played Notre Dame twelve to seven. When did Boston College become this like air raid offense? I mean, I know it's not air raid, but. They're just not that pass, good at running the ball. This pass-heavy offense. I but Louisville is also not that good at defending the run, so it could be a game. It could. Damn, yeah. Louisville gives up almost 185 yards on the ground, basically 185. Yeah. Um, but they give up under 200 yards passing. Yeah, so that's where it evens out. Um, yeah, I mean, Boston College doesn't have A.J. Dillon anymore, so it's probably probably a good bet. Um, all right, Justin, what's your next one? How many more do you have? This is my last one. Okay. Um, they got, got two more. UTSA Roadrunners against North <laughs> Texas. Going back to the Roadrunners. Justin loves the Roadrunners. Minus three and a half. Who did they play a couple weeks ago that I bet I bet against them? And whoever they played, they covered. Like whoever I bet on, they covered. But it was coming off of. Um, it was a huge spread. It was boy. Oh, it was on BYU. They covered the spread against BYU, right? In that when you called it. Um, may have been against Army. I don't remember what it was. No, I was on Army. I'm pretty sure. And Army covered the spread. That's the game that I was on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was against BYU, and I called it because it was like yeah, a 30 it, point yeah. spread or something. And they like kept that. it pretty damn close. Um, so you must have took them against. Yeah, it was like BYU's closest game. Yeah, it was. And then I took Army the very next week. I'm pretty sure is what it was. And then Army covered the spread. Um, because they had the old LSU quarterback, right? UTSA. Yeah, Lyle Narcisse. Yeah, yeah, he's not bad. I mean, but um, okay. What's the what's the uh minus three and a half? Minus three and a half. All right. Um, okay. I'm gonna go back to it again. I'm, I'm very repetitive bets. I do, but typically we can find the teams that keep covering, like Coastal. Um, I'm gonna take Boise State again, minus eleven at home, back on the blue turf. You don't like it? Mm-hmm. I saw you make that face. You big Nick Starkle guy. <laughs> I'm um, big. I like San Jose State, dude. You really I tried to bet on them last week. They wouldn't play. I know, but dude, I I have like Josh said. I know why Josh hates Nick Starkle, but I've watched that dude play a lot. He's not spectacular. Well, the thing is, is like Boise. Their defense, I don't. It's to, shaky. It's not like it was last year. No, it they isn't. Don't have fucking the, Curtis to allow Weaver. thirty, it was thirty-two points they allowed to Hawaii. Yeah, but it was two. It was two late touchdowns in the last five minutes. Like Hawaii was rendered. They were running away with it. Boise was running away against, with it. Against San Diego State, who yes. who San Jose State ended up beating San Diego State. And I told everybody, stay away from San Diego State last week. Yeah. They lost outright to Nevada. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's a bad bet because it's not a, it's not a big spread. I think last year when these teams played, the spread was like 17 and a half, yeah, and I was actually on San Jose State, and it, they covered – I think it was a 14-point win or something. It might have been closer, but... Yeah, it's 11-and-a-half right now. Yeah, I don't know. I think San Jose State's better than they were last year, and Boise isn't as good as they were last year, but... I asked the question, though, like a couple of weeks ago, how often does Boise not cover two games in a row? Yeah, I don't know. And back on the blue turf, we're back from Hawaii, on a bullshit-ass game that we shouldn't have blew the cover on. Fourth and 11, defensive pass interference. Yeah. I mean... That sucks. It was two. It was two touchdowns there at the end. It was like forty to, I don't know what, like forty to seventeen at one point. Um, so 
I mean, whatever. It is what it is. But I'm going back to the Blue Broncos on the blue turf. Um, it's rare that they don't cover two games in a row. They're getting uh, they're getting tough spreads to bet on, but I don't know. I don't think they Hol- always get weird spreads. Yeah, they do. I don't think Holani was back still. I don't know what the deal is with him because I was reading reports that he was doing like he was progressing. They were expecting him to be back soon. I was hoping he would be back against um, Hawaii, and I guess there's a chance he could have been, but I didn't. I didn't fucking see him. Van Buren's been getting the ball a lot. I don't know, dude. Bachmeyer. Bachmeyer's really good, but he he makes questionable decisions sometimes. So I. I don't love Boise as much as I did last year, um, but they fell off towards the end last year too. I mean, they were hot in the beginning, and I was riding them, and then they fell off there towards the end. But back home on the blue turf after suffering a lo- not even a loss, just not covering the spread, um, I don't know. I'm going to take them. I think I – don't, I don't love it, but I don't, I don't hate it. So are you, are you on this? I'm not. No? I already know you're not. You don't know shit about Boise State. Yeah, but every time I put money on them, we hit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I like that. That makes me feel a little better. Um, all right, Bam, give me your last pick. Is this one your lock? Yeah, it's my lock. Okay. Whatever. By no means is it some, uh, something you need to watch, but <laughs> Bowling Green versus Ohio, we're taking the over 55. Bowling Green lets up. What is it? <laughs> they let up so many points. When's this game? game? It's got to be. No, I think it is. I think it's a Saturday game. Yeah, Saturday at eleven. They allow forty-seven point three points a game sco- to be scored on them. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. what's the over under? Fifty-five. Okay. So yeah, I'm taking the over on that game. Okay, that is my big easy bet for college football. I like it. Um, Justin, you got one more? Nope, I'm done. Oh, that was it. Nick, are you done? Yeah. All right, I got one more. Um, I'm gonna take the Sun Devils. Herm Edwards beat COVID. Um, he's one of the few. Uh, I like Jaden Daniels a lot as quarterback. Uh, true freshman last year, he he really impressed a lot of people. Um, hung in there, really. They could have beat USC. USC made a late push and wound up winning by one point uh, the first game of the year. So they're taking on Utah, who also just played USC and got beat, I think. I want to say it was like, I don't know if you remember off the top of your head, I think it was like 16 points. Yeah, 33 to 17 or yeah. something like that. Yeah, so I'm going to take Arizona State minus 11. Um so, I think that'll do it for all of mine. Um, so, we're all done. Bam keeps trying to fucking, met, like, talk to everybody without talking through the, the microphone, and it's bothering me. It really is. My bad. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'll recap mine real quick. Uh, Iowa State plus two, uh, or it might have came down to one. Iowa State plus one and a half. Notre Dame minus five, my big easy bet of the week. Oregon minus 14. A lot of fucking big spreads again, dude. Coastal Carolina minus 17. Uh, Auburn in the Iron Bowl, plus 24 and a half. Boise State, minus 11. And Arizona State, minus 11. I'm going to keep my eye on the Egg Bowl. I might tweet something out and add it, but as of right now, I'm not. Um, Nick, go ahead and give us yours. I'm on Texas as one and a half point favorites. I'm on Stanford, plus one and a half. Northwestern, minus 13 and a half as one of my big easy bets. My second big easy bet is going to be Mississippi State at Ole Miss over 67 and a half. And then I'm also on Mississippi State in that game, Mississippi State plus nine and a half. And then I have Louisville plus one against Boston College. Okay, Justin, give me yours. 
I have Central Michigan minus seven over Eastern Michigan. Penn State plus two over Michigan. Georgia Southern minus two over Georgia State. UTSA minus three and a half over North Texas. Uh, Auburn plus 24 and a half versus Bama. And my big easy bet is Coastal Carolina minus 17 over Texas State. Dude, the Shanty Clears are the team of destiny. There's no other way around it. Uh, Bam, recap your picks real quick. So I got Notre Dame minus four and a half versus North Carolina. The over 60 and a half for Florida and Kentucky, but I have it at 58. Uh, Bowling Green versus Ohio, over 55. And I'm hopping on Oregon, minus 13 and a half against Oregon State. And the over 55 and Clemson spread minus 24 versus Pitt. All right. My five. There you go. That's our uh, NCAA picks. Like I said, coming off of a shitty week, we had four great weeks in a row. Coming off a shitty week, I mean, we got to be due for a good one, I hope. Um, All right, well, NFL picks. We'll recap real quick. Nick, how do you feel? You, I mean, you're coming off of your worst week in the NFL so far this year. Yeah, it was a tricky one. Only one and two. I mean, yeah. that brings you to 25 and 15 overall. Um, Thursday, we had the Seahawks. I felt really good about this. This is the one. Remember, I said I wanted to make this my big easy bet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I was fucking, thinking about it, too. Dude, I felt really. That's what I said. There's no way Russell Wilson's dropping three games in a row, let alone at home on primetime versus Kyler Murray. So there's no way he's getting outdueled by Kyler Murray. Um, but Seahawks cover the spread. Uh, they get the win on Thursday night. Should have made it my big easy bet because I decided to make the Patriots my big easy bet. They were down 21-10 to 10 at halftime. They made a push there at the end. They had a chance to go down and tie it. Um, pretty sure it was a turnover on downs. Um, they end up losing by seven, I believe. Um, Patriots are spiraling. Cam Newton, all those people that – Put those bets on Cam Newton to win MVP. They're feeling like idiots. Um, but it happens. Um, I had Steelers minus 10 over the Jaguars. This was another one I thought about making my big easy bet. That's what I said. The, the Jaguars hung in there with the Packers the week before. They're a shitty team. There's no way they're playing good two weeks in a row against quality teams. So the uh, Steelers, I think it was 27-3, to three, beat the shit out of them. Uh, you had the Dolphins minus three. Two a time's over. No, I just think that's what I'm saying. Watch out for the Broncos this week. You know, they're one of those teams that sneaky. Uh, it's a shaky team where like they play inconsistent. Yeah. So the it was strange. The Broncos were able to move the ball against a very good Dolphins defense, and the Dolphins didn't have much success moving the football, and it led to Tua getting taken out the game, which was a little bit due to ineffectiveness. But also, I think he he did have an injured foot and. uh Brian Flores says he got, no injury. They said injury wasn't the cause. Yeah, but it's it's then it's coincidence that he got sacked and uh was it was an it. awkward landing like on his foot that it was injured. Yeah. And then he never came back into the game. Who knows? But uh Fitzpatrick came in a game and uh threw an interception uh-huh. in the end zone. So good job, Brian Flores. Yeah, I know for real. Um your last pick you locked the week was the Bucks minus four. We already touched on it. Do we need to again? I mean, in? I thought that the Bucks were going to be able, we're going to try to take advantage of Breeze getting injured. I don't know if I said it last week. I don't really remember, but I know I was worried about the pass rush it, when he gets. Yeah, I was too. But I mean, when you look at if if you would have said Jared Goff was going to throw two interceptions, and I said, okay, let's go. Yeah. Come on, putting a lot of money on this. Yeah, but it just surprised me that Brady Brady matched him with two of his own. Played so bad. I mean. 
and it was Jared Goff that made the plays in crunch time and Tom Brady that didn't, which is it's kind of funny. Yeah. No, I know. Snubbed him on the handshake. Yeah, he tends yeah. to do that, huh? Whenever yeah. he loses. He what snubbed you, Nick Foles, too. Had them both out there looking like jackasses at midfield, turning around. Where's he, where's he at? Like the kid whose dad never came to get him yeah. on Christmas. <laughs> um, but, yeah, well, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? This and no handshake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's something he does. Yeah. If he doesn't respect you, then he's not going to shake your hand. I mean, he, he was out there for Breeze, though, so you got to give him that. Of course he's out there for Breeze. He's chasing Breeze's coattails. Right, <laughs> his coattails. He's chasing the records. Uh, no, I put out a blog on this. Tom Brady's a jackass. I, I don't like Tom Brady. I'm not going to lie. I don't like the way he kisses his kids either. I put I, I inserted the video into that uh, – that blog on the Neutral Ground Sports Network. So you can go see it. If you actually watch the video, they're breaking it down, basically saying that they think Tom Brady might be a pedophile, the way he's he's um, making his kid uncomfortably open-mouth kiss him. So is it a red flag? I mean, yeah, probably. But, I mean, that's not what this podcast is about. That's not for us to decide. That's for Chris Hansen to go find. Um, so, yeah, Bucks minus four didn't work out for you. Um, it helped me, though, I'm not going to lie. I didn't give it out on the podcast, but I, I max bet the Rams spread and money line out of just desperation. It was too good odds on the money line uh, after such a shitty week in college. So The Rams aren't going to be anything. No, that's why I said they're the most inconsistent team in the league, With, in my opinion, the most inconsistent. So um, Offensively, they have issues, but they were able to – they played a good game against a very talented Bucks defense, which I wasn't expecting. Carlton Davis sucks so bad, though. Number 24, their cornerback. Yeah. I was screaming when we were in Tampa. I was like, he's a liability. You got to get him out the game. Um, he's terrible. He's so bad. So my last pick was the Saints minus five. We already went over it. We don't really need to go over it much more. Taysom played great. We're on to Denver. Defense is playing incredible. Arguably the best defense in the league. Uh, minus five to cover it easily. Uh, three and one on the week for me. Of course, I didn't hit my lock of the week because, like I said, there's no guarantees whenever you take my picks. Um, 25 and 23 overall. Actually, 25, 23, and one overall. Five and six on my locks of the week. Nick went one and two, uh, which brought him to a still very good 25 and 15 overall. Six and five on his locks of the week. Collectively, Big Easy Bets is 27, 23, and one, and nine and nine for our locks of the week. So last week, that's what we were talking about. Last week, I'm pretty sure we picked all of the Thanksgiving Day games, so I'm prepared to do it again. Um, I don't know if you are. I, I feel like la- – I know last week I threw it into a little Turkey Day parlay, and it didn't go well, but I'm going to try it again. Roll the dice again. I'm done. I'll, I'll have um, nine I, picks if we – I hit my parlay last year. Yeah, sure you did, Bam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, first game, you got – Texans, Lions, um, Houston on the road, three-point favorites. We just saw the Lions get blanked by the Panthers, which I didn't pick the game, but I was not expecting that. I think it was 20 to nothing. Uh, and Bridgewater didn't even play, dude. Fucking XFL superstar. What's his name? P.J. Walker? Yeah. I remember watching him at yeah. your house. No, he was good. Yeah. He was he was definitely good. We were all good. talking about him. He deserved a spot for sure. And, I mean, he just got a win um, against a Lions team that I thought was kind of underrated. So – well, let's talk about it then. Are you on this game? Are you going to pick all the Thanksgiving Day games? I guess. I mean, yeah, I feel like we should. We pick all the Might Thursday. Be the only ones that pick. Huh? <laughs> all right. Well, which side are you leaning then? Because you're a big Texans guy. You're yeah, already, I'm on the Texans. You're the biggest Texans fan in this room. Nick bet. <laughs> Nick bet like half his salary on the Texans this year, one way or another. Super Bowl MVP, division. 
All of that. Over under win total. It's not over yet. <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting at they a... They might n- be able to sneak in the playoffs at nine and seven. They're sitting they at a out. modest three and seven, and you you are banking on them to win out. Um, You're really taking the Texans? Yes. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> I mean, dude, the Lions. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I almost I almost wanted to take the Lions against the Panthers without Teddy Bridgewater. Well, you I tell me too. you were expecting that. You there's no way you were prepared for them to get beaten twenty to nothing. No, I didn't think that was gonna happen. I thought that it was gonna be a close game between them, but it wasn't. So I'm on the Lions. I'm not gonna lie. All right, for this week. Yeah, I am. The Texans are so inconsistent. They are, yeah. I don't. They know. are, but at home, the Lions are a staple on Turkey Day. They always play. They always play on Thanksgiving, and it's always in Detroit. It seems uh, they got that really old woman owner. I think she's still alive, Martha Ford. She's every time she's in the building, it seems to go well. So uh, they did a they did like a ESPN whatever short film on on all the female owners, and they had they were showing her on Turkey Day, and they got to win. So. I mean, I felt like that was a sign. Texans are super inconsistent. I, I like Matthew Stafford a lot. They got weapons at receiver. Is Galladay banged up again? Yeah, I think he's a little bit <clears> injured. <throat> I mean, he'll probably play, though, right? I mean, I know it's a short week, but I think he's questionable. I, think he, I don't think he played much last week Yeah, or at all. Well, then that's good. He'll play this week. I don't know. I didn't look into it. I'm not going to lie to you. I just think it's, I'm betting on Jason Watson, dude. No, he's definitely the best player in the Put game. Put the team on his back. In this, in this game, he's the best player on the field. Um, what's the deal with David Johnson? Was he out? I yeah, think, I'm not sure if he's... I'm pretty sure he was out and then turning around on a short week. Yeah, he was out, but it was, it was an IR type thing for a concussion, which I no, think no. they were just playing it safe with him. But I know, but is he coming back? For this game, I'm not sure, because that's it's a short turnaround. So, but it is a it is a big deal because the Texans wa- aren't good at running the football, and then uh, they're even worse without David Johnson. Yeah, but I, I I just is he on injured reserve? He was. Well, you can't take him off injured reserve then. Well, it's only three weeks. No, I know he hadn't been out for three weeks though. So. I'm not sure how long it's been. I think it's been no more than two. I'm pretty it, sure it's been at least two. It could have been three. Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe. But I'm also on the Texans, though. Are you? Yeah. This is the uh, this is the week they turn it around. And well, they're coming off a win. Off. What do you mean they turned it around this past? No, week? they're turning around their season. That they, they coming off a win. It's I know, Patriots. but it's going to keep going. They lost ten to seven to fucking Cleveland. <laughs> so I'm talking about you. You lose ten to seven to Cleveland, and you drop twenty seven on New England's defense, which I know a lot of people are out. But and I think they barely beat the Jags twenty seven to twenty five. They're super inconsistent. They took Tennessee to overtime. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about the Detroit Lions. We're not talking about uh, a opposing team that's very consistent themselves. <laughs> no, I know. I'm yeah. I'm not saying, but I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm taking the Lions. Bam, who are you taking? I think I'm gonna ride with the Lions money line. Fuck. <laughs> Can I hey, I've, I've been hot lately. Okay, so, yeah, fam. That's what that. everybody says. Who, know that. Yeah, okay. You're looking at your spreads. I'm not even gonna say it. we're not even gonna, we're not even gonna drop them. Um, I want to switch now. Can I switch? Yeah, if you want, go ahead. And I'm taking money line. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm on the Texans. I'm not even kidding. I'm gonna take the Texans. I kind of wanted to watch. I, 
I'm picking. We're picking these games because we have to. This is a <laughs> this is a toss up game. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like okay. Stafford's good, but he's Bam. not. He's he. I'm I'm writing Stafford off. I've been waiting for him to like get I mean, it together. The but, Lions organization as a whole sucks. Yeah, so. but he's been, and so does the Texans. But uh, Watson's able <laughs> to do numbers. The Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, the shit kind of fell apart earlier. <laughs> did you bet it before? You know, you bet it after he traded DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So when did it fall apart? When they got rid of Bill O'Brien? Did you bet? Yeah. Did you bet Bill O'Brien for Coach of the Year? Um, no. You're still holding on to that ticket. Yeah, I mean, they could go on a run. You never know. Go Texans! I'm on, I'm on Houston now. <laughs> Thank you, Bam. Um, all right, another. So I'll do it. Another really good game. Three point spread. Uh, Washington at Dallas. So Dallas always plays on Thanksgiving too, right? They're the other constant. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, okay. Just for clarification, David Johnson. This is his third week of IR, so he won't be back. I just told you that. Yeah, but we were like speculating. I was ninety nine percent sure, and that makes me kind of want to flip back. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, all right, Washington at the Cowboys. Who you like? Cowboys. Me too. I'm on Cowboys. the Cowboys. As Go well. Cowboys. It's hard for me to take Washington. The Cowboys are going to get this division. They really can. That's so crazy that <laughs> all of these teams have three wins and they're fighting for the division lead in a guaranteed playoff spot. Uh, Bam, what do you think the Cowboys are against the spread through nine games? It's ten games, but they only have nine listed for some reason. I'd say. Four and five. One and eight. Holy hell. Against the spread. Um, that's not good, but they're coming off of a 20. Uh, no, I'm overdue. Sorry. They're, they're coming off of a 31-28 victory over the Vikings. Um, Vikings were a playoff team last year. Defense kind of fell apart there. A lot of people got traded. Did you all see that catch by CeeDee Lamb? Yeah, yeah that was ridiculous. That, that catch was fucking insane. Dude, I was really low on CeeDee Lamb coming out the draft but i mean he's contributing contributing just as much as any of the other rookie wide receivers um and i made a good made a good little chunk of change betting henry ruggs first receiver off the board he's probably the worst one out of the bunch so um i thought judy was gonna be the best honestly i think he still can be i i like jerry judy a lot but he's struggling with some drops yeah but jefferson's clearly the best oh no he is yeah yeah jordan jefferson's playing incredible he justin jefferson yeah my bad jordan jefferson who knows what he's doing (laughs) jesus christ i think he's a quarterback coach at colorado state oh okay good um all right good to know um (laughs) yeah he cost us a fucking national championship um not really. We all know why he chose Colorado, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Justin Jefferson's lighting it up, dude. He really is. He, he that's why I said he filled that Stephon Diggs role perfectly. Like that, yeah. that was a good pickup by uh, Minnesota, knowing they were losing Diggs. He he seamlessly stepped right in and took over that role. Um, so yeah, Bam. So us three, obviously, we're on the Cowboys. Bam, who are you on? Washington or I said Dallas? I was on the Cowboys. Oh, did you? Okay, so yeah. everybody collectively is on Dallas minus three at home. Both of these teams suck, but better weapons. I mean, you got to look at the Cowboys. So, best running back in this entire game uh, or of the two teams is obviously Zeke, even though Gibson's playing really well. Where did he play in college? Who? Antonio Gibson. I'm not sure. Let's see. Memphis. Memphis, yeah. Didn't know that. Um, I do like Terry McLaurin a lot, but... I mean, there's just there's weapons on Dallas side. It's all going to come down to the quarterback play, um, and then the defenses. I mean, 
the defense is atrocious, but Washington's in spectacular. Um, so, all right, we're all on the Cowboys. Third one of the day. This is going to be a really good game. Um, and this spread has actually grown since I last looked at it. You've got uh, the Ravens going to Pittsburgh um, in a rematch of a couple weeks ago of a really good game. Pittsburgh's five-and-a-half-point favorites currently. What was it at before? Uh, last I looked, it was four-and-a-half. So it's gone up a whole point. Um, which side are you on, Nick? Um, I hope this game gets canceled, but why? Because I'm taking the Ravens. Why do you hope it gets canceled? I'm taking the Ravens too. I'm well, because the Ravens. the Ravens have ten positive COVID cases, and um, Mark Ingram's one of them. J.K. Dobbins is another one. Um, Pernell McPhee's. You're hoping it gets canceled because you're on the Ravens, and you feel like. Changes aren't great. Yeah, I'm not changing my mind because those players are out. Me neither. Who they got? Gus Edwards. Yeah, he's good. He's good enough. Uh, no, I I think he is. Look, look, Lamar Jackson's gonna have to have a turnaround game here. Yeah, and I think that it's the Ravens. They got their backs against the wall. The Steelers have been flying high, the only undefeated team in in the league. And I just think that the Baltimore Ravens are good are good enough team and a have a good enough football coach to get to get through whatever obstacles they're going through. And um, I think that they find a way to turn it around, and I think that this is a perfect week for them to really do that. Statistically, these two teams are not far off at all. Points, no, I mean, the first scored, game was Total like, yards allowed, total yards given up. The Ravens were, were uh, really, like, d- dominating that first game, and mm-hmm. they kind of gave it up because I think Lamar Jackson made a few mistakes. But Yeah, Pittsburgh ended up winning by four, 28-24. Um, but, yeah, like I said. I think that this is a game where they could really, like, They'll lean on Lamar Jackson's yeah. playmaking ability. Yeah, no, and that's the way I was looking at it too. This Are you is taking a, the money line. I'll, I don't think it's a bad idea because I don't. I don't think that teams finish uh, undefeated. Undefeated. No, yeah, and it's like if they're gonna lose, I mean, this is a this is definitely a good spot for them to lose. Um, yeah, no, I mean, all of the picks obviously are against the spread, but yeah, you could definitely consider a little money line sprinkle here. But no, yeah, I think you're getting plus two hundred on the money line, so definitely worth it. Um. No, I think this is – it's going to be a really good game. You're talking about a get, hoping to get canceled. cancel. This will be the best game of the fucking day. All the other games, cancel those goddamn games. Oh, um, well, yeah, this is definitely the most significant game. But so, just all the injuries, I mean, it. it I think it's It's definitely – could get postponed maybe to The Steelers have been struggling to run the ball as of late. So Yeah. And Ben likes to make some mistakes too. Don't get me wrong, but he's having a really good year. He is. Um, Let's see. He's got 24 touchdowns. Five interceptions. So, but he's not lighting it up in the yardage. Uh, but no, yeah, they, I mean, they've been struggling to run the ball. So, Bam, are you on uh, Ravens as well? Yeah, I just took their money line. Okay. <laughs> so we're all, <laughs> Bam loves the Ravens all of a sudden. We're all on the Ravens. Um, Dude, the cheat code on Madden. That, no, Lamar Jackson is overrated. Don't get me wrong, but this is a good spot for him to, uh, try to get back on track a little bit. I mean, they still they're still one of the upper tier teams in the league. Yep. The Steelers are eight and two against the spread. I know. It's pretty damn good. No, I told you my dude, the Steelers were my they were getting you were getting <laughs> good value. That. You were getting good value on the Steelers to win the Super Bowl before the year started. I remember that. Yeah. Beginning. So um I want to say it was like twenty to one. Yeah. So for a team that's fucking sitting at ten and 0, Mm-hmm. And fighting with the Chiefs for the best team in the AFC, 
which I know obviously they get the edge with the record, but just overall, I, the Steelers still don't feel like they're the best team in the AFC to me. Like, and they really, they very well could be, but I just, I don't know. Something about them not selling me all the way just yet. But, um, all right, my next pick is I'm going to take the Vikings minus four at home against the Panthers. These XFL guys, like when you see, like, I don't know. I feel like P.J. Walker, almost like kind of how I'm worried with Taysom Hill. Like P.J. Walker, obviously. I what didn't is want, it? What? Go ahead. Is it clear that Bridgewater is going to be out? Because um, he was a supposed to be a game-time decision last week. Then he might be back. Yeah, I didn't look into it that far. Um, I was just assuming. I guess they did. They came out and said there was no structural damage, right? But it was a knee sprain. Right? Yeah. So I just assumed he would be in for more than at least one week. Um, he's already not the most mobile guy. He's a little mobile. But when you give him a bad wheel, he might not be able to really do all that much. But I don't know. I mean, the Vikings can put up some points. So they've got weapons. They've got – what's the deal with Dalvin Cook? He's healthy, right? Um, as far as I I know, I think he is. So, yeah, okay, he is. Um, they've got weapons, dude. They got the receivers. They got Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins has got to play better. Kirk Cousins is overrated, but I mean, he wasn't worth the money. But I think they get a win here. I think they cover this spread easily. Um, I'm also on this game as well. I'm gonna be honest. This is my big easy bet. So, are you on this game, Nick? No. Bam. I'm not. Okay, well, give me your next one, Nick. How many more do you have other than the three? Are you only betting the three on Thanksgiving? Yeah, as of right now, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, bam, give me your next one then. Uh, I'm Chiefs versus the Bucks. I'm taking the Chiefs minus three and a half and the over. See, this is an interesting one because uh, what are you on this game, Nick? Oh, wait, I'm, I'm tripping. Yeah, no, so Nick's only betting the Thursday games. Are you on this game, Justin? I'm not. I'm not either, but – the Chiefs don't have a great pass rush, so this could be the spot where Brady's able to actually like relax Especially coming in the off pocket. The loss. Yeah, so it doesn't. I mean, I don't think and the you, Buccaneers are great. Honestly, I love that they're playing the Chiefs. I didn't know that they were playing the Chiefs. I was like, "Fuck!" Like, we, of course, we have to play the Chiefs. Like, we're fighting for uh, top spot in the division. So I'm like, "Okay, great. We get the fucking Broncos, and they have to play the Chiefs. So it's a good spot to potentially gain another." Uh, widen the margin of our lead in the division. But I don't know. This could, like Nick's saying, don't take the Broncos lightly. This could be a tough spot there. Um, yeah, I don't think that the Broncos are going to beat the Saints. But uh, No, I don't think they shouldn't. Let's put it you that could way. see. I can see the Saints offense struggling against them. Yeah. So, no, there's no reason they should beat us. Um, but fucking crazier shit's happened. Uh, but, yeah, Chiefs and Broncos, I don't know, dude. Three and a half. Chiefs and Bucks. Uh, yeah, I'm tripping. I'm, I'm I'm off tonight. Chiefs and Bucks. Um, I, I just know. think you can't you can't not take the over with Mahomes and Brady both on the field. What is it? I did take the it's over at fifty six. I did take the over in the Chiefs game. Um, what was it Sunday night? Mm-hmm. And it hit at the very end. Like it was, it came down to the very end. I was sweating that one out so bad. Um, I was scratching and clawing all week. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. I feel like their pass rush isn't it's not <clears throat> it's not a dominant pass rush in the league, which that's the that's the recipe to really get Brady off of his game. If he's got time to sit back in the pocket and kind of pick the defense apart, it might not go great. Um so I don't know. I'm staying away. I'm not saying it's a bad pick, but I'm gonna stay away from it. We've seen that Tampa's offense I mean that Tampa's defense can get points run up on them. So I don't know. What do you think about this one, Nick? 
Um, you hate Tom Brady now. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> I don't know. It's it'll be an interesting game, but yeah, I mean, I I would have to lean towards the Chiefs, but yeah, the Buccaneers do seem to be a little bit desperate now. I mean, like seven and five. Well, they can't lose another game, or it's not a good record. No, no. definitely not. I they're was saying, what, what did the Browns go last year? Because I said all year that they're going to be the Browns. They're going to be overhyped, and then they're going to finish with what the Browns go nine and seven. No. Was it not even that good? No. It was probably eight. And under, it was more. definitely under five hundred. Was it? Pretty sure. Maybe it was. Um, but yeah, no. I, I was expecting them to be overhyped. They're calling them like all of a sudden, anointing them like Super Bowl favorites. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, I'm staying away. I could see it going either way. So the Chiefs haven't been really blowing anybody out of the water. They lost to the Raiders. They could have lost to the Raiders again. Um, they're definitely beatable. At least there's no there's no team that I'm like damn. Like every year I felt like the Rams. I didn't want to run into the Rams. Uh, every year I feel like there's been a team that it's like shit. Like we don't we don't want to see them. Not this year. I'm not really worried about anybody. Um, I just feel like Tom Brady just can't can't do bad for three games straight. So he's gonna definitely gonna put up points. So that's why the over is gonna hit. Yeah, but no, he, I but mean, he, they have a ton of weapons, been, too. just been doing, like, bad in general, so that's why, yeah. like, the Chiefs are definitely going to win the game. He's just, like, not doing how he usually does. No, I mean, yeah, we, we, we basically, we showed everybody the way. Pressure him up the middle, force him to either have to move. He's not mobile anymore. He can't get out of the pocket. So, and then he gets fucking frustrated. He starts bitching like a little baby. He does. Um, <laughs> he, he's always looking for offensive linemen to yell at, dude. I wouldn't block for his fucking dumb ass. Um... But, yeah, I don't know. They definitely have weapons. There's weapons on both sides of the field. So we'll see what happens. I'm not saying they're bad picks. I'm just staying away from them. Um, All right, Monday night, you got the Seahawks going to Philadelphia. The Eagles suck. Carson Wentz sucks. You don't draft quarterbacks out of North Dakota State. That's what you get. Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks minus six. I don't love the Seahawks defense. What, are you on the Eagles? No, I'm on the Seahawks, but oh, okay. I had it at five and a half last night. You like Same. the Eagles. Who? Justin. Yeah, does he? Do I? Oh yeah, that one pick. Yeah, dude, I, I just I can't I can't bet on Carson Wentz. I can't do it. The Seahawks have a ton of weapons. Um, Carson Wentz is the worst quarterback in the NFL. He's terrible, dude. He's the worst. It's it's really, it's kind of crazy though, because he was doing really well for a little while there. Like it's fucked up, but when he tore his ACL, I was like, okay, good. Like that takes yeah. Like I was worried about seeing them. Uh You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we ended up seeing Nick Foles in the playoffs, and Alshon Jeffrey was eating popcorn on the sidelines. Marshawn Lattimore got a <laughs> interception to seal it. Um, good times, but yeah, no, I was I was legitimately like shit. I don't want to see them. Like he was playing really well. Um, and dude, I don't know. That's what you get. You go to the fucking Dakotas. They're they're eyeing down another mm-hmm. Dakota quarterback. What's his name? You were talking about him. They were saying he might yeah, go third. Yeah, his name, but might go third in the draft. If I'm drafting a quarterback, I'm looking at Zach Wilson. Anybody? Yeah, they have him over Wilson because I remember. Yeah, the they're on the drugs. Up. Any scouts right now that are looking at that dude? I guarantee you're like, well, fucking look at, look at fucking Carson Wentz over there. Fucking, he's he's from the Dakotas. He sucks. So it's given the Dakota quarterbacks a bad name. Um. So yeah, I can't do it. I can't take him. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Seahawks. Uh. Obviously, I love Russell Wilson, and they have a lot of weapons. Bam, you're like the biggest DK Metcalf uh, guy in the world now since you got him on your fantasy team. 
Yeah. You tried to tell me it was a bad pick during the draft. How did I tell you that? You told us straight to my face. You said, mm. I think I told you every pick you made was a bad pick. I didn't say it was a bad pick. I was big on DK Metcalf coming into this year. I told yeah, Reed to take DK. I knew DK. he was going to be a He's just no, you too big. No, dude. you didn't. You don't even know what the Iron Bowl is. You didn't know DK Metcalf. <laughs> Did you know that DK Metcalf? Alabama team. <laughs> yeah, okay. The number one team in the nation. Um, yeah, no. You didn't even know that DK Metcalf played in the Egg Bowl. I mean, if I knew what the Egg Bowl was, then yeah, I did. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, yeah, they got a ton of weapons. Lockett's a really good receiver. Uh, Lockett's a really underrated receiver. Like, he doesn't get a lot of the shine. DK Metcalf's rapidly turning into one of the top receivers in the league, even though he got fucking he got clamped by uh Jalen Ramsey. So he's not there yet, but he's still a top tier guy. Um I don't know. I mean, what do you think about this game? I know you're not on it. Um Yeah, I don't know. Seahawks. Uh. <laughs> I mean the defense sucks, but Yeah. The Eagles suck bad though. Carson Wentz, so bad. Carson Wentz makes and and Doug Peterson's not going away from him. I don't think. I mean, I don't know if they go to Jalen Hurts. I love the pick even more. I'm not going to lie. Um, but dude, he just makes these throws that it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Just yeah, it's just kind, throwing it up in the little, air and hoping. I haven't watched their games closely, but from what I've seen, um, they haven't even tried Jalen Hurts like in any type of. They try him in like a quasi like Taysom Hill type thing every yeah, now but and not then. not like consistently throughout a game. No, it'll be like, like twice, even. twice maybe in yeah. the red zone. So I don't know. Maybe we see more of him. Who knows? Yeah, I have no idea. But I think they definitely need to start looking. You think the Eagles could cover the spread though? Um, it just seems like one of those spreads that are like, uh, yeah, no, yeah, it, it's still it's, the NFL, and then Carson Winston didn't always suck, so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going I'm to take the Seahawks, though. Um, I was also looking at the Jets. not going to lie. Jets plus seven. God damn Jets. I bro. didn't take it. I didn't take it, but could be a little. You got to be a sick motherfucker to bet on the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, whatever. I had them fucking. I had them earlier, and Quinn and Williams' dumbass wants to get rough in the passer to give the, let. Uh, I think it was the Broncos. It let was the, the Broncos. Let the Broncos fucking backdoor cover. I got people texting me cheering about the Broncos. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I was fucking furious. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I was looking at the game. It could be a little turmoil in Miami, quarterback controversy. You know what I mean? If Tua starts kind of fucking up a little bit in the beginning, you think they go right back to Yeah, but, I mean, I think they tried Fitzpatrick, and he showed what he's made of. <laughs> no, I know. Like, Tua didn't turn the ball over. No, yeah, I, I don't it, – it probably was conserving him. I just don't understand, like, the chess move to say it was performance. Why would you even say that? He wasn't playing great, but he wasn't playing like he wasn't costing you the game. There was still time. Yeah, it was a weird move. Um, but yeah, I'm not taking it. I was just saying I was looking at it. I was I was looking at the Jets. I think Darnold's coming back. Um, he might have been back last week. For all I know, nobody watches the Jets. Uh, you'll have to. No, nah, I think he is coming back. It was um, Flunko was the quarterback last yeah. week. So, but no, I mean I didn't take it. But all right, Justin, what do you have? Um, I have. The Jags and the Browns. You're on the Seahawks as well? Yeah. Okay. You got Jags and Browns? Really? Yeah. I'm going Jags plus seven. Really? Over the Browns. Yep. Interesting. How do you pronounce the quarterback for the Jaguars' name? Is it Luton or Lutton? Luton? Yeah, Luton. Is it really? I think. Um, Luton. That's not – that doesn't sound like a 
a guy that's a very good quarterback. But um But it does rhyme with crouton. <laughs> but it's like, dude, are the Browns really about to be eight and three? They're not. <laughs> if they win, they will be. I'm saying they're not. Oh, you're saying the Jaguars are gonna win? The Jags are one of the worst teams. In what is Justin the talking are. about? <laughs> what is he talking about? I mean, I was getting to where I would sprinkle a little money line. The Texans. You are not about the money line, the Jaguars. Before oh. last week, the Texans had two wins, and both of them were against the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, good luck with that, dude. We'll see how that goes. Um, I mean, I kind of like the, the spread pick, though. I mean, I, I feel like, I don't know, dude, the Browns. I had been saying you can only pick number one so many fucking times before you start winning a goddamn game here and there, but I don't know. I mean, what do you think? You taking the Jaguars money line, Nick? No. No? What about with the points? I mean, yeah, I, I'd have to look into it, but I mean. I don't think I don't think the point spread's a bad pick. They played the Packers close. They got shit on by the Steelers, so maybe they're flip-flopping good game, bad game. Mm-hmm. So, um, But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Bam, how many other picks you got? I have one more. What is it? Saints minus five and a half. Honestly, I might, the I might add the Saints too. I just, I do it every week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So it's like a tradition thing oh, at this yeah. point. Yeah. Okay. You and every other guy that lives in New Orleans. Um, exactly. I might add it too though. So what about you? You don't, you don't like it? Mm-mm. No, no, not at all. I just don't know that they're going to be able to do anything on our defense if we keep playing the way we are. Yeah, they probably won't, but, uh, it could be like how a, much do you think Taysom's going to struggle realistically? I expect it. Like I, I do too. Like I expect it. I, I, I mean, the, I hope he doesn't turn the ball over because that could be trouble, big trouble. But oh yeah, we can't keep doing that. Um, I do. I don't think that he's going to be very effective. I mean, you think they go to Jameis? <laughs> I don't know. We'll they got to think of something because. I feel like I the mean, only reason at, he did like really good last game. He or did not even good, but look, like let's really be honest. Good. They was thrown too. He made the it right. Was very safe. He made throws. the right throws, but they were wide. They was throwing the wide. Mike Thomas a fifteen yard separation. Almost. He's so good, dude. He's Mike, so yeah, and that's good. what his route running. We're, we're talking about DK Metcalf and everybody else. Like Mike Thomas getting injured is like mm-hmm. kind of put him back as a. Uh, Less talked about wide receivers no, as far 100%. as like top five wide receivers no, are concerned. Every time if the, if the DBs are sitting in zone, Michael Thomas is fucking fine in the yeah. soft spot. He's so good. Um, and every deep ball Taysom Hill threw was fucking yeah. terrible, atrocious. Emmanuel Sanders went up and mossed the fuck out of somebody, but he it got had called that back. one good one, yeah, that like six yard one, and it got called back for holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but man, Emmanuel Sanders had to come back for that one too. Oh, you're calling no, not that, that one? one? But there was another one where he hit him in stride. Yeah, that was early in the easily. game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, somebody held, somebody yeah. held. Um, but yeah, then there was the one Sanders went up and mossed the DB. Um, that was great. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to take the Saints. I'm not. Um, I like. I agree with Nick. I do think this is a spot where Taysom Hill could potentially struggle a little bit. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope. I hope you're right, Bam. I hope we absolutely kick the shit out of him. Keep the momentum going. Looks like the team's having fun again. Um, so yeah, Justin, you got any more? I have my big easy bet. What it's is it? um Titans plus four over the Colts. Really? Yep. Titans just won on a walk off against who? Baltimore. Oh right. Yep. Yeah, um, Henry. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, the Titans are super inconsistent too though. Um coming for it. So is that everybody? What did he say? Mm-hmm. Talking to yourself? 
Um, is that is that all of them? That's yeah. all your picks, right? All right. Recap real quick. Lions plus three. Cowboys minus three. Ravens plus four and a half. Seahawks minus six. And Vikings minus four. My big easy bet of the week. Nick, go ahead and recap yours. I'm going with the Texans minus three. The Cowboys. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm on the Texans. I forgot. Okay. I switched it. I'm on the Texans. Yeah. Okay. All mine are on Thanksgiving. Texans minus three. Cowboys minus three. And I'm going with Baltimore as my big easy bet. <laughs> and then I think you're on all the same picks too, right? For Thursday? For Thursday, yeah. We're going to definitely picks. have to parlay that. Every, we got a consensus consensus parlay. Um, all right, go ahead. My bad. Um, Cowboys minus three. Texans minus three. Ravens plus five and a half. Seahawks minus five and a half. Jags plus seven. Uh, and a money line. Vikings <laughs> minus four and a half. And Titans plus four. I feel like you, you felt – roped into money lining the Jaguars because when I said the Browns record, you're like, no. I'm like, well, they would. I mean, if they win, they will be. And then you're like, you, you, felt, you felt obligated to say they're not going to win. You really feel good about the Jaguars. It did stand out to me. Okay. All right. Bam, recap your NFL picks real quick. So I had the Chiefs minus three and a half and the over 56 against the Bucks. Saints minus five and a half versus the Broncos. Seahawks minus five and a half versus the Seahawks uh, <laughs> versus the Eagles. <laughs> I'm taking Cowboys. <laughs> I'm taking Cowboys minus three versus the Redskins. And I'm taking Baltimore money line. All right. You need a water? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Fucked up out here. All right. That's everybody's good, right? Yeah. All right. That's the NFL picks. Um, a decent NFL week, bad college week for me. Um, Nick's NFL picks are fucking on fire. So good news that we're all on the same page. Uh, definitely going to have a turkey day parlay, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Bam, you got anything to say before we wrap up episode uh, 64? Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay, good, yeah. Uh, Justin, you got anything to say? No, I'm good. Nick? Is we finished or is we done? Actually, are y'all are you doing Thanksgiving or are y'all uh, – Y'all boycotting Thanksgiving due to fear of COVID. Fuck COVID. Okay. Only missed <laughs> one other Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, and I went and played flag football with the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not lying. He's so serious, too. No fucking <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Justin, are y'all doing Thanksgiving? We're talking about something smaller, but... Uh, Justin's scared. Yeah. Why are you doing Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm doing Thanksgiving. What's Talk? your favorite Thanksgiving meal? Macaroni. I mean, I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, baked macaroni. You are I mean. a big macaroni guy. I remember you talking about that from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Um, it, it's it, got to be right, It though. could be better. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, we've gone over that. We don't yeah. need to go down that road. <laughs> Breadcrumbs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, Stuffing. Yeah, I like all of it. Um, all right. We're already due. We're almost an hour, 40 minutes in. Nobody's even listening to this song anyway. Um, episode sixty four, Big Easy Bets. Like I said, brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code Big Easy Bets for twenty percent off and free shipping. Hot, like I keep saying it, like a broken record. Holiday season's right around the corner. Every guy should have one, and you can get it for a little bit cheaper while you're helping us out, while helping yourself out. Big Easy Bets is the promo code twenty percent off and free shipping. Also brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network. Episode sixty four. That'll do it. Y'all have a good one. Who that? We do. We play like we play. Are you?